there were there were a couple of good ones, uh, a couple of good skits in in the new stuff too. But yeah, we'll skits see how. or sketches? What do you call them? Mm, they're long. What's the difference? I call them skits. Would an SNL? They call them skit. I think they call them both. I think too. they're sketch. Sketch. It's sketch comedy. Right. A skit is a single dramatized joke or bit. A sketch is a comedic exploration of a concept, character, or situation. God, take all the fun out of it, Brady. <laughs> Thanks, Webster. Sounds hilarious. More like a sketch. <laughs> am I right? <laughs> Welcome to Our Film Fathers Podcast, the definitive podcast about fatherhood, film, and fatherhood and film. This is Jelani, and with me as always are two guys who can't hoot with the owls if they want to fly with the eagles, Martin and Brady. A shoe is just a shoe until somebody steps into it. Then it has meaning. The rest of us just want a chance to touch that greatness. We need you in these shoes, not so you have meaning in your life, but so that we have meaning in ours. I just have no tolerance for people who have no insight, fucking do no work, and then act like they got a seat at the table. This week, we wanted to be like Mike. The best way to do that these days is to check out the latest offering from Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Their recent release, Air, is the telling of how Michael Jordan would change both Nike and the sneaker game for the rest of our lives, and how much his mother had to do with all of it. It's also a great way to hear a plethora of 80s songs. Anything missing? I was baffled. I, I, it just kept playing 80, 80s <laughs> And recognizable ones. Yes, Once for they sure. paid a lot of money for it. And that's, sure, what, that's right? the thing is I just kept thinking in my head, I'm like, seriously, how much money did they spend on just music? Getting these cleared. And I actually did see a note saying like Affleck wanted, uh, I think, a Duran Duran and a Eurythmic song, it, but that would have put him over the budget. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean. The l- unlimited budget? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just, it kept, I will say this though. I my fate one of my favorite songs for a period of time when I was very young. Money ab- for nothing. Absolutely loved Dire Straits. Money for nothing. <laughs> and as that started playing, which really liked how it started playing in like the uh, studio intro, uh-huh. well before like the movie. You, it was almost pre movie, right? Yeah. It, it, but the, like the, they started that, and I was like, it had my attention because I really, really loved that song, and I was very. I didn't know what I was in for in terms of the windfall of 80s hits right. but at the time. But I was like, like this oh, is well-placed. I'm, yeah. sure sp- I'm sure there's not, not going to be a ton of other And then ones. they blitzed through a bunch yeah. of nostalgia there in like the 80s in terms of like life in 84. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I do remember thinking. It's funny that you, know, you mentioned it because I, I had the same thought. I'm like, they are really letting you know what era we are in. <laughs> like, this is ZZ Top Legs, uh, Sister Christian Night Ranger. You know? It was really just something else. Like they just every time they break, they broke a scene and they went somewhere else. It was like yeah. boom, new song, new song. Like, did you forget what decade? <laughs> we'll remind you. Coming back to it, so obviously their uh, music budget was more than two hundred fifty k. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, but what did you guys think of the just the movie in general? Did you enjoy it? I did. It's a great, great movie. I really enjoyed it. Feel like I don't know if I want to put great on that, but yeah. I, I I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, for a movie about the making of a shoe, right? I, did it, I think they knocked it out of the park. You know, like. Um, well, and what the note I had was for a movie. I should have said slam dunk. Damn. <laughs> 
Oh wow! <laughs> I mean, I you might not even sleep well tonight. Like, you, you missed that, <laughs> and we are terrible. definitely not letting you go back and redo it. So <laughs> that was just a brick that you just put up. <laughs> Better, nice, nice. Um, Airball. No? I missed. I missed it like Michael Jordan swinging at a baseball. <laughs> uh, not bad. All right. Uh, so what I, what I was going to say is the note I had was for a story that everyone knew the ending to. Yeah. I still found it. Mm-hmm. They they played the suspense extremely well. Yeah, yeah. like I I wasn't I wasn't in suspense of what was gonna like exact like what the end result was, but I couldn't. I was very invested and interested throughout the entire process. I guess seeing how they got there. So yeah, they I totally agree. That, I just thought in that regards they kind of nailed that, and it was it was awesome. And I'm sure there's some dramatization there, but it was awesome to kind of see that play out again. Usually it's the un- not knowing where you're going, and here it's like got, that part's done. Like we got that part done. You know, we we have that ironed out already. But right. like it's it like was Titanic. Cool. Everyone knows how it ends. It's still a good movie. <laughs> well, we didn't know Rose was gonna be such a bitch. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Hot takes coming in. <laughs> She's doing snow angels on that raft up there. But <laughs> you know they went back. I think did we talk about this at all? No. I think they went back and like. Uh, James Cameron or something said something like they 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 tested like they went back to that piece of thing and they're like no really we tested it and he couldn't fit on there like we knew we made sure the hell people you like said. people don't buy it no. everyone's been saying that for years right <laughs> he had there was room <laughs> why didn't you have him up there <laughs> anyway she, she got what she wanted uh, <laughs> back back to this but movie. I digress <laughs> <laughs> we digress we got off on Titanic um, but yeah no I I totally agree like yeah you know where it's going. Um, but every step away, you're almost like you wonder, yeah, you wonder how much it's dramatized or how much, cause, cause it does seem like Matt Damon's character had just a ton of foresight, right? Like if he really did, if he believed in everything all this way and they blew all their, all their budget on one person, all that, all that kind of stuff. Like you, you, I didn't, I didn't know if it was, yeah, dramatized a lot more if that's actually well, I, how it Well, I can add a little dramatization. The budget was not $250,000. Yeah. What was it, um, John? Did you? I don't know if you looked this up. But, I did. Not. Uh, the actual deal that was signed called for two and a half million over five years. So <laughs> they they made the deal worth five hundred grand per year. Uh, the two fifty was referenced to kind of uh, underscore the underdog status. So and they kind of d- slow played that aspect of it to kind of for dramatic effect, yeah. right? Um, and think, how hard was it to sell Michael Jordan? in that year you know well and i think that probably was more of the real aspect right like yeah. it, it, they aren't wrong at the time i mean they're really really nike wasn't a player like yeah. it's hard for us to understand like right we don't you just can't you can't we, te- see we technically lived in that world yeah. right but like none of us knew what nike was at, at that age you know and like we've come to know nike extremely well and um and have a swoosh on something in our house at all times what, what year was this again so 80, 84, 84, right? Yeah, well, he was just drafted, so he was drafted in 84. 84, right. yeah. Yeah, and, I remember thinking Nike was cool when I was five. Yeah. So I was, it was 86. But, like, <laughs> so. you know, and they kind of think it, they hit on it, right? Like, uh, the Adidas had the market share of or the cool factor, right? Yeah. right? I didn't know the the German ties Angle, or like it, yeah. the, well the, like their headquarters were over like that everything was in germany right like i think i knew once upon it i knew like the 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 adolf yeah uh aspect of it all but i don't think i knew that like they were running it 
I guess I just presumed they were running. They had an American office, yeah. You know, and like if they were this big over here, it's, again, it's hard to think about that happening in the in the moment. Where was Reebok? I feel like Reebok was a player in the eighties. No, we didn't talk about Not, it. No. I think Reebok didn't really take off the until pump. the pump until and the pump, right, yeah. Dominique nineties. Like but they yeah. were around, right? They were probably, they were around, probably around, literally like a not a player. They were probably tennis, maybe somehow maybe, like, below yeah. Nike, even. Yeah. Right. Nike you, had hit with the with the running shoe, like you said. I, I thought that was a cool explanation by yeah, Prefontaine. Right. Like, should have, we should have tied this to Prefontaine. Well, I thought they the 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 reference that uh, Affleck slash Phil Knight, you yeah. know, or laid out was like people. People like to run when, and in the eighties they did. They right, like people like to run, and when they're not running, they walk, and they wear running shoes, and then they go to the grocery store, they wear running shoes, and it's like, yeah, man, that that plays. Yeah, but what changed? Now everyone wears basketball shoes, <laughs> right? Wears, right, yeah. right. Which is hard to see. And it is, yeah, it's crazy to hard think to sell about. that to the board, right? Like, why are you going to wear high tops? <laughs> right, like who's you don't need that to just walk around in. But yeah, people people do it now. I mean, it literally, yeah, it literally changed everything, and that's like you kind of you just you just wonder. If it was, I mean, you got to give them credit, right? Like, yeah. yeah, there's some there's some vision there for sure. Yeah, I, and I think one of the the fun parts that I liked was again when Matt Damon as Sonny Vaccaro goes and tells Dolores like, "This is this is how the meetings Dolores! are going to go." <laughs> <laughs> you mean Mulva? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> When he tells her, like, this is how the meetings are going to go. You're going to go into Adidas, and you're going to hear the spiel, and there's yeah. going to be, like, six people who say they're in charge. And I had heard that story before. Yeah. Um. So I think that that, oh, that, that was there was that was part of the – I think I do That's th- how he sold, he sold I, her? I do think that is uh, has some accuracy in that he – yeah, he kind of forecast what would happen, what they would be in for, and that did – I feel like I, – I do feel like I heard that story before watching before this show, yeah. movie. Damon was great in this you know like he's always good i kind of like you know chunky out of shape matt damon that suit <laughs> it was in a suit yeah damn it i was <laughs> hoping jason Bourne looked like me you know <laughs> was jay moore's a fat suit because i don't did. think so jay moore was in this what you didn't see him <laughs> i don't know if i did maybe you, i didn't recognize him he was part pro- of the adidas team. yeah you oh, probably didn't recognize wow. him he's big <laughs> i did not recognize him though. jay bus <laughs> he uh so jay moore is was like a a sports radio, he he went on to be like a sports radio talk show host in like L.A. Yeah, and now is married or marrying marrying Jeannie Bus, who owns the Lakers. Okay, uh, but it's funny. Yes, I saw. Uh, wow, I know Large I Jay Moore. Yeah, he is <laughs> he is sizable uh, comparatively to what we you probably remember him as if you even know who Jay Moore is if you're listening. But well. And that was the thing that I uh, – funny enough because for a while after Chris Tucker did like Rush Hour and all that stuff, he got really big. Well, he's not small. But yeah, but I mean – He's not Jay Moore size. You're right. He, I think he's a little bit taller too, but he like slimmed down a little bit. Yeah, it was but, nice seeing Chris Tucker in this. I haven't seen him in something in a while. And I, I saw a note saying Affleck uh, – so what well, we could talk about her too. Jordan, uh, they, Jordan wasn't like – Michael Jordan wasn't directly involved in like a huge part of it, but Affleck went and met with him multiple times. And I think the the common story that's out there right now is that he was pretty adamant he wanted Viola Davis to play yeah, his mom. For sure. um, but he also uh, wanted Howard White to be included in the film, 
Um, and Affleck always wanted to work with Chris Tucker, so he cast him as White, and Tucker is friends with White, and so there was like a little uh, little correlation there. So that's cool. So he knew he knew how to act it. Yeah, <laughs> he knew how to play it. So, um, but yeah, I agree with you. You don't. I hadn't. Admittedly, I haven't looked him up, but I, I Tucker has been a little out of sight, out of mind. Um, so yeah, even when I heard he was in this, I was like, oh, oh, Chris Tucker. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he popped up in Silver Linings Playbook, and and Gosh, then he was he? also I in. Uh, I think God, he's it's been a while. Is he in a Star Wars one? Um, don't know. I think he might be. I know you. Like I said, I know he was in Silver Linings Playbook, and that was like a kind of like, ooh, Chris Tucker's in this. Um, but I feel like he, we him and Bradley that. Cooper, we might be in a, Rush might, Hour and Friday. We <laughs> might need to run that one back at some point. I haven't seen Silver Linings since like, the first time, and obviously yeah. really liked it, but. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it was just an interesting way to like, again, tell the story. Cause like you said, Brady, we all know where it was going to end up. We knew how, how they got there or what the end result was, but like how they got there was a little bit unknown and seeing them go through the, the machinations. The one thing I didn't know, have you guys ever read shoe dog? Mm-mm. No, I multiple times have compl- I actually think I do own it on my Kindle and I just haven't read it. <laughs> so, uh, this past winter, um, I had two people um when we were in aruba two of uh our family were reading it one uh was reading it in english the other was reading it in spanish because he's from spain and um but it was just makes weird, sense weird flex <laughs> checks out <laughs> but it was just unusual like they were both reading the same book one you know in different languages but I really wish it was opposite there <laughs> <laughs> um but i wondered what is is phil knight or was phil knight like that neurotic and that like He's supposed to have been fairly that I don't yeah you're getting into semantics in terms of that neurotic but yeah. like he was supposed to have been a little enigmatic and I think not uh, enigmatic or eccentric both <laughs> eccentric <laughs> um, eccentric that's good that's a good word um, good portmanteau the sure <laughs> um, I think he is considered you know not the common uh ceo and yeah. not you know a little bit of a different bird yeah so to speak yeah i th- and I, it definitely came across that way so if, whether that was uh whether it's accurate or not that i mean affleck definitely played him as as a as an eccentric in my in my opinion yeah, yeah and and the clearly without a ton of explanation the relationship that knight and vaccaro have to the point that Vicaro obviously is pushing the buttons beyond where they should be pushed with yep. everybody and is, you know, flirting with being fired maybe and or like bringing the company yeah, down putting, or putting his whole job on the line and putting the com- right. company's and I, shoe division on but the line. But like enough that Knight, even when pissed, still trusts him, and yeah. you know, to that degree and maybe he gets sold on the 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 ten pillars or the of of Nike or whatever the case may be, and I thought that was a kind of a neat way to. I assume that's real. I assume they yeah. pulled that from the the the, the archives of yeah. the annals of history and like all right, here's what we are, and it kept flashing to each one here and there that kind of played through. I thought that uh, I feel like that would have been an easy trope that would have been kind of annoying, and I felt like that didn't. I never felt like it was annoying in this. No, yeah, it was good. Yeah, do you? Uh... Did you watch Winning Time? I haven't. I started it. I never finished yeah, it. Yeah, I did. So there's a there's a scene in there in the like early stages where one of the Nike execs goes to 
talk to magic, magic and give him a shoe. Like he shows him the shoe and everything like that. And magic passes on it. And, uh, it just, it's just interesting when you like see that, like, you know, that situation play out versus where they were now. It's like, all right, now we got to get if somebody. That's real. Right. Like it, it, one of those can't be right. Like, they they didn't get it. they weren't gonna show him a shoe like that and then well, also then come up with the idea to build a shoe no later for Jordan. But what I'm saying is just like how different it would have been if if Nike had actually signed Magic instead of Magic going to Converse, right? Yeah, and would have been would they have even world. gone down this path of trying to get Michael? Probably Jordan? not. Maybe not. But or it would have been they would have got the meeting right away, right? Because they would have had a star. Yeah. They wouldn't. They wouldn't have been this shoe. A, a running shoe company that didn't have a basketball. Yeah, but they probably they probably wouldn't have. It probably mm. wouldn't have been as popular. They wouldn't have had to do the red thing. They wouldn't have had to make it unique. Maybe um, you're not necessarily and wrong. It might have just been just just that thing, like oh, you're getting the the standard white basketball shoe for Jordan too. And you I don't, I I did not out. know about the the, the fine, red. I didn't know that the either. fine aspect. Yeah. I mean, I think that that that's that, awesome. I yeah. Think too. Whether that's true or or when the league changed the that rule. Like, you know, they clearly that changed at some point. So, yeah. yeah, it is. It was true. I remember that's, you know, a well known story that they find them every game that he wore the Jordan ones in. But uh, Bateman's character. Uh, I always love seeing Bateman, too. Oh, God. I mean, really, there's just no negative to Bateman in the movie. He's in my movie, guys. <laughs> I know it's, this budget's getting high. We're going to have no music. <laughs> it's, it's a We're silent film. It all on actors. <laughs> I mean, you know. Um, he he had kind of a a salient point, right? Like as especially from coming from the marketing side, it's worth it. It's worth five thousand dollars a game. You become a story now. Like the, now that's being talked about. Yeah, that Nike yeah. and so like in its own kind of came on came upon that pretty quick. Yes. You know, and I'm like I'm sure it probably took a little more time and thought, but they were just like. Ah, fuck it. We'll pay the fines. Right. Okay, we'll pay the fines. We have a hard 250 budget <laughs> yeah, to right. get a player. But we'll pay the fines every time. How many? What, 5,000 times what? Seven, 72? 82. 82? Yeah. Plus? <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> Bring it on. Sign it up. Um, I just, yeah, and I also love the fact that they told that. Uh, they're like, yeah, we'll pay the fines. And Phil Knight's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, we'll pay the fines? What fines? Well, I, I liked how he, I mean, you talk about him being a little different, but but also him knowing his role was to come in late, but <laughs> coming in it. and then being about as awkward as you possibly. Uh, I think that was just com- a little, probably more a little more comic relief. I, don't, I can't imagine it happened exactly like that. Probably but not, but like <laughs> it was funny. It, I, I laughed at that. Yeah, point. it wasn't like coming in as like I'm going to make time. To it's like yeah, he, he, he's very important. I just had a very important <laughs> meeting that I just left. We are worth a billion dollars. <laughs> It's like uh, I think I hate you, um, <laughs> but also then the video too, which was just complete shit, and it only showed one highlight over and over right. again with more different music. <laughs> and then I liked again that was a a fun scene too when Damon cut it and he's like, "No, stop the videos! Like we don't need this because yeah. he's you lost again, the room, reading the room, yeah, reading the room, reading the room." As Wait, we... what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> I know what I'm doing. <laughs> And then just giving that impassioned I don't speech. know if he knew 100% what he was doing. He just <laughs> knew that the video was not doing anything. Yeah. yeah. And then going through, like, when hey, full, uh, build Mad Men. Up. What's the guy's name? Don yeah. Draper. Don Draper. Went full Don Draper on everybody. Yeah. With the whole, we'll build you up. We'll build you up as high as we can, and then we'll tear you down, and then we'll do it over again. And, I mean. Yeah, and how much of that was revisionist history? I don't know. Obviously, yeah. it, there was some pretty. Uh, <laughs> It pretty, played out exactly. pretty on point uh, <laughs> statements in that uh, in that speech, which again was great. 
Um, but you know, to think of where what Michael was going to do and where they were sitting at in that room would have been probably a little bit above and beyond to to kind of foreshadow. Yeah. But. Do you think it was a good choice to not have an actor play Michael Jordan like a recognize or like have him be a major character yeah, in the movie? I think it was the right call. I thought it was great. I'd heard yeah. about it before I saw the movie that he's barely in it and you never really see him. Yeah. And I saw I think Affleck maybe was the one who said he just didn't think anyone yeah. could see a random actor playing Michael Jordan and not get taken out of it a little bit by seeing it. Yep. And I was like, I just think that couldn't and be more right. It's all anyone would talk about, right? Whether he didn't, look like, right. he didn't, he didn't, didn't look like him. Right. He didn't talk like him. He didn't. Yeah. We didn't like the Michael. Jordan. Yeah. And I was it's like, just way better to do it. Well, and I have I, him in it, but just kind of. And like I said, I I, I had heard about it, but like. Yeah, you watch sixty minutes or CBS Sunday Morning. I, I actually I didn't. I was I'm, one of. I'm, one I'm of well those. behind on both, but <laughs> I think the idea of what you knew maybe about this movie coming out was like, oh, there's a movie called Air. It's coming up. It's about Michael Jordan. You knew that Michael. It was about Michael Jordan. To then not realize until you watch the movie that Michael Jordan is essentially not in the movie. Really, is kind of a bold move. I do, I totally agree with what Affleck. Yeah, his idea there. But I just think, who? How many people make that call? Right, like and say like, this is about Michael Jordan. Essentially, he isn't in it. Yeah. But other than the back of his head and like a couple nods, and I was like, that's I don't know. It's pretty crazy. And I actually think bold move, Cotton. <laughs> See how that plays out. It played out correct. I think it played out correctly. Payment says, isn't it? It is. <laughs> Dodgeball. Um, so yeah, I was a huge. I actually thought that was really well done, really clever, and yeah, I, I really just don't think everyone does that. So I, maybe it, this just ended up in the right hands. And I liked him going down to the you know to the shoe design center and the who was the shoe designer? Pete Moore. Yeah. Uh, I just I just like that the whole concept of that. He's just like, here I, I got this idea, and yeah. and the way they showed all that out. And, Former and then, function, yeah, exactly. Like it just yeah, talk, talking about it how, that way. How's the answer not both? <laughs> <laughs> I know they they said at the end that he died right before production. He he left and went to Adidas. Oh, I didn't and know essentially that. revitalized Adidas's branding um, after in between this all happened. And he did come up with all this stuff. I mean, did did Vaccaro up. also go to Adidas? That I don't know. I believe he did. Did he? I believe he went over there because he, obviously, like you said, you know, he was the a turncoat. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big name in like the uh, the high school basketball, like the camps and things like that, and getting you know players to um, showcase their talents. But I think he also left Nike and went to Adidas to kind of help revitalize like exactly what they they needed because they weren't weren't getting anybody because Nike's yeah. over there crushing it. But um, someone's paying the bills. Yeah. So, do you own a pair of Jordans? Have you ever owned a pair yeah. of Jordans? I have three. Yeah. <laughs> now I have three. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't as a kid. Do you yeah, have always... three that sit in a closet? No, I have one, one Jordan ones that I wear, but they're not like just straight up original, uh, original ones. They're like, uh, you know, modified a little bit. But those are then because they're low too. They're not high tops. Then I have the ones I always wanted were the sixes the ones that he wore when they first wore the year that they won those were the ones i always wanted because the first year they won i was 10 super into basketball so and my parents would never get them for me so i'm like i'm getting the shoe that i couldn't afford as a kid as an adult yeah uh, i've only worn them like once but i have worn them and then um i have another pair of like low 
I think like Jordan golf shoes or something like that that I actually haven't worn yet. I bought my first and only pair probably like, I don't know, five, six years ago. Um, And they're actual, like I bought them because I needed basketball shoes. I was going to start, I was going to revitalize my career. Uh, (laughs) Then you realized you shouldn't be jumping. (laughs) um, And I lasted a couple seasons of it, of, of, until I rolled bankles yet again, which is what derailed my career. And, uh, But I still have them. I wore them when I was coaching this year. I was like, I know I got basketball shoes around here yeah. somewhere. So they're they are by no means. They have the Jumpman logo on them, but yeah. I mean they are. I don't. They're not an item that anyone is looking for. You don't know which which year. Or I which... don't. But I'm pretty confident no one is looking for these shoes. To uh, why? Eh, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I mean everyone. Someone someone will be able to tell you exactly which what year they are, which ones, which style. Yeah. You just bought them like you bought them new, you think, or and I bought them. They weren't much. They were just uh, oh, okay. a ran. Yeah, they're just a basketball shoe. Got it. What about you, Jelani? You I I have one pair yeah. that my sister bought for me about two years ago, three years ago for Christmas. Never worn them. I don't plan on wearing them. They're the uh, Concord Elevens, though white and patent leather. Googling, um, and they are going to sit in a box and appreciate in value. Nice. <laughs> okay. There. Yeah. That's the the Concord Eleven is the one I I, I, I think these. of kind of when I think of the Jordans because I remember that was a hot one. Yeah. Look up the six infrared. That's the one I have. Um. I have a friend who wore the Concord Elevens to uh a work With function. The, all, mostly black. Infrared black. Yeah. Infrared black. You have a friend that what? Were. Yeah, he wore a Concord 11s with a tux, and I was like, "Ooh, that's nice." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, mm, "I might might need to break might them out for that. that." But um, yeah, those are those are ones that I'm just gonna keep in the box and you know let them just sit there. And I feel like there's been an explosion, honestly, in the Jordan ones, like just the last over the last like two or three years. Like they make so many different kinds, and they're so popular. Like everybody. I, I just see them out a lot. I well, see a ton of people with Jordan ones. They've gotten a lot of resurgence with Wait, what the, was the Spider Man? Is that what it was? The Spider Verse because he you wears so? Jordan ones. You think oh, that really? was it? I think I don't think that was solely it, but yeah. I think that was part of like the wave. There, there's some, yeah, there's something like there was definitely like I don't, I don't know if it was just Nike putting them out there or if it's because there was such a high demand for them. Because you know they used to like, or they still do. They still make it like a. You know, like the they drop new stuff and they only drop the elevens, you know in the shoe world for a yeah. little bit, you know, and people like anticipate it. But I feel like you can get Jordan ones like everywhere. They're yeah. ubiquitous to use a word from last <laughs> last week's pod. Um but yeah, um I, I, I think people still really, really love them. It's still great there's great designs, all of them are. There's probably a couple that are flops, but um but the I think the, there's the one more flops than you realize personally. Yeah, you're, probably, but... you're probably right. Um, I just, I also like, you know, it's kind of nerdy, but the business aspect of yeah, like no, the whole that. thing and pulling, pulling the deal together and how much Jordan like has made from having the Crazy. 1% of all the shoes that have his name on them. And is that, wait, are you sure it's 1%? I thought that's what the deal the, was. The thing is, they ne- I was listening they never, and they never said it. I was curious. They wanted they said a it was percentage. Never disclosed. Oh, a percentage. Okay. They wanted a percentage, but I, I kept waiting to hear if they said one Oh, okay. Or where what where I can't it imagine fell. it being much. It's more enough than that, that it's four hundred million dollars a year still. Yeah, yeah. But they they also what they said like what they estimated they would 
they would take in and what they did. Well, it was like three million versus, and then they actually one hundred sixty. Oh, was that one hundred sixty-two? Was, was the first year? First that's, year. That's crazy. I thought it was just thirty-two or something. They said, but I think that's why they they were cool paying that fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but what now? Yeah, pay it. Pay someone it. else's fine. <laughs> and then now, like obviously, the brand has just gotten so big that they've had to spin it off into its own entity. Now there's the yeah. Jordan brand. And that is, you know, it's bigger than Nike, right? I no. don't think it's bigger than Nike, but like I'm they're big enough to be its own thing. Yeah, like there are teams that wear, like North Carolina wears exclusively Jordan brand. They don't wear Nike. Yeah, they wear Jordan brand. Yeah. Um, Michigan yeah. wears Jordan brand. Um, you know, he's got like Derek Jeter is a endorser of Jordan brand. It's just like, you know, I. A guy who was endorsing a shoe from a company now is so big that somebody is endorsing his shoe from the company yeah. that he was endorsing. Like it's meta, many <laughs> layers. What do you guys think of the name of the movie of the shoe? Do you think you would have in 1984 been like, yeah, Air Jordan? It makes sense. I don't think I would have said it in 84, <laughs> but I mean, 85 maybe. Like, but. <laughs> no, I think it does. I mean, I think they nailed it. It always, right? like, yeah. It always sounded cool to me, but I don't know if that's just me revisionist history and being like. Well, and I think like right, like did you know what Air Soul was? Like, it, like they were pushing this Air, Air Soul, yeah. right? And and then it just that clearly wasn't happening, and so yeah, um, the way it came to white, right, the name, it's so hard for us to. I'm envision. just saying it's cooler than Magic Johnson to me. Magic as a nickname, like Air. Well, Air Magic might work. I mean. Like it's it's hard to say. Like we're just so it's so deeply yeah, ingrained yeah. in our world. I, I, I totally agree. That's what I'm saying. Like, that I don't it's know like if... it's hard to envision. I think yeah, is Air Jordan better than Air Soul? Yes, a hundred percent. Like a hundred twenty percent. Right. Like it. So yeah, it, it played out correctly. Right. The, they they were on the right the right path. It worked out a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I did want to say though, I am a big fan and loved the casting and execution of Chris Messina. As uh, as the agent, I just like I, I like him. I, yeah. I I've I've always liked him, and uh, he feels like he doesn't do a ton. In the newsroom, yeah, feels like he probably is yeah. in the newsroom. Yeah. He was in I think the Mindy Kaling project on Fox, mm-hmm. and he is in an upcoming show. And I was like, oh, well cast. Uh, I was like, yeah, that. And this is be- right before. I swear, this is like a day before I saw. Um, air and I was like, oh yeah, I I just am. I really think he is. Yeah, and I like I like how underappreciated. They, yeah, I say he's, he's, like, he's Ar- like I came up with the name. He's like, no, this guy came up with and the name. No, I did. Yeah, he was in Argo with uh, with Affleck. Okay. So there's a relationship there. We've we've seen him in I Care a lot. We did that movie. Yep. Uh, which I really enjoyed. But yeah, he was also in Newsroom too. Yeah, and in Newsroom. Yeah, I think he was one of the lawyers that he's the he's what's her name's son. I think the. The, the main uh, Jane Fonda's son, yeah, kind of like running, running the right, exactly, the company. running the business. He's Kendall Roy. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's exactly who he is. Before Kendall Roy was a thing, <laughs> right? Um, um, I think yeah, he is opposite. He's in a Peacock show coming called Based on a True Story, and the reason I it caught my eye is because it is it was pulling on some. Uh, only murders in the building vibes. Got it. And uh, it's him and what's her name, Kaylee Cuoco. Mm-hmm. Kaylee Cuoco. Um, Nailed it. Our boy Tom Bateman is in that from uh, Death on the Nile. 
Death of the <laughs> Nile and whatever other uh, locations <laughs> that they kill people? Nope. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just to be clear. What did you guys think of the, the brief cameo by Iowa's own George Raveling? George Raveling. <laughs> they, at least they called it out right. when, he, when he did. Yeah, and at the end, too. They're Marlon like, yeah, Wayans. He says that this this was the big part of it, right? What? They What's said that? that they said that him Right, I'm just saying the fact yeah, the fact that like I know who George Rowling is because he was the Iowa coach yeah, at one I, point. I would not have. Yes. Yeah. Um so yeah, I was like, cool. They called out they yeah, they yeah. I think I've heard that before too. Like there was a big relationship there. So that is the fact that Vaccaro had a relationship separately or what is his best man at his wedding. I don't know yep. if that's real or if that was just like a spout off moment, but <laughs> It's like I'm going to see George Raveling. Like, who? It's like, how do you work here? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know George Raveling, but yeah, he's a former Iowa coach. Yeah, big um, big name in the world of basketball. So I thought that was fun, and then just to have Marlon Wayans just pop in and play him, another guy. You know, <laughs> kind of uh, you know with with tired. They're just not really necessarily doing a ton at least anymore. At least where are all visible. the Wayans? I think, think Marlon's really rich. Yeah, I think, I think they're yeah, all probably. loaded. I think yeah. they're all like executive producers of everything they've ever done. Good for them. Yeah, Good no, for I, I don't think they're they're Wayansville or wherever they all live is uh, um, is they're doing quite well. Damon Wayans Jr. still still want him and stuff. Still a big fan. Coach, <laughs> coach, yeah, coach. <laughs> Although that's not why I actually like him. I like him from Happy Endings, but right the show he did instead of. Instead new of girl. instead of new girl, yeah, or after I start, the first I started both. I, well, I got farther into new girl. And you I, tell me, happy endings is better. I think it's funnier. Yeah, funnier for sure. But yeah. I'll get I'll get through them all. <laughs> I gotta get through winning time. I gotta get through <laughs> happy endings. So a random tidbit is um, a guy who works at my company. He told me about this movie well before I knew of it. He one of his best friend growing up here is who wrote it oh really yeah and he's a it's a suburb a, a kid from the suburbs and i i read an article about it because essentially i i wasn't 100 percent sure of the article i was getting into and essentially it was like he he's been writing scripts for a while or he had been writing scripts for a while like to no end right like probably plenty of people out there yeah um who don't have the idea for uh east bank down right yeah yeah, that's it. Or not East Bank Down. Gross uh, Point Blank. Gross. But we want to do <laughs> East East Point Blank. East, East Point, Point Blank. Blank. There it is. Um, <laughs> but uh, he was watching The Last Dance, and there was like a five minute, at most, like tidbit about how they mentioned like the deal and how oh yes and, and, and and that spurned it and from there it led to him writing the yeah, script. That was- like ended up, years ago ended up so, on the right? blacklist, and um, he had two, two, a couple of scripts end up on the blacklist. Um, almost had like a movie about how like Stan Lee and somebody else like the rise and fall of them, um, and 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 kind of their past, and and it was interesting uh, to say the least. But yeah, like the com- comic book Stan Lee, yeah, and, all yeah, that yeah. Stuff, yeah. and kind of like. The history, essentially, of uh-huh. uh, and, and like Marvel almost made that movie and then ended up scrapping at the last minute, and that would be really popular right now. I feel like right, and so you'd think, and may, again, I don't, I don't know what the script is, but like uh, it got close. It's like I think this is the world of people who of writers, right? Like you, 
you might catch a break yeah. or you might just never not catch a break. Yeah. And just being on the blacklist doesn't necessarily mean anything. Because they said he had numerous on the blacklist. And this one, just Affleck and uh, Damon liked it and picked it up and then rewrote it a bunch. Um, I think I yeah, – Because they're Academy Award winning screenwriters. So. What, what I got from uh, some conversations was that he went with him to watch like a movie – well, one of the screenings here, they did a thing because he's local, and he's like, "Yeah, it's like this part's completely rewritten. Like this part was <laughs> oh, they butchered my work, <laughs> right? My words. A little bit of that, right? <laughs> like, I mean, ultimately, assume he got paid, yeah, uh, most likely for the first time and on oh, forever. But uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. It is a local kid, and so obviously, probably some Jordan love in, in there, yeah. and then. Um. Yeah, he said he caught a tidbit, a tidbit of the last dance caught his eye and or ear, and then he turned it into he probably did a, a ton of research to get it. To he get the had. Story right. They said he the the added bonus, and this is how the fortuitous or the serendipity of it all. Right, he had worked on a thirty for thirty on Sonny Vaccaro, mm. so he had access to a bunch of like calls and stuff, so like he could. Yeah, and he said he knew even when they did that that Vaccaro was like totally a character. Uh, he's a guy that like you could focus yeah. on and so all these things came together and just so happened this is all all led to this it's great mm. yeah i think it worked out well like i said yeah i enjoyed it i would watch it again oh yeah. we should real quick before we wrap up we didn't really talk about viola yeah um did you know that her husband in the movie is her husband oh really <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> yeah no I, did i <laughs> i had seen that actor before from I Other I things, too. but Maybe. yeah, they said uh, that was uh, yeah, real life, uh, real life husband, hu- and, wife. husband and wife, and uh, I was like, I like, I liked him when he's just like, yeah, but you want to talk to her in the back? He's like, oh, if you need me, of... I'll be out here. Yeah. It was like, yeah, he just, he just, was, he, he thought the jokes were funny. He thought, you know, he was, he was down to just kind of hang, but, uh-huh. um, but yeah, I thought that was an interesting little tidbit because I, I had heard, like I said, I had heard the note about Affleck, or excuse me, uh, Jordan saying Jordan, yeah, he, he only, only wanted. wanted Viola Davis and, you know, what Michael Jordan wants. Yeah. Uh, she wasn't even in it that that much, really. Not the really. scheme of things, but, but like Viola does, she comes but in. But the driving force, right, behind yeah, it, it kills all. Kills it and, and, uh, and great, you know, good job. Yeah. Nice, nice no, I role. mean, I, and obviously not a, uh, she's. Force. I mean, we've talked about her previously. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> and she, uh, I just think the the interesting facet of how she was that involved in one it all kind of happening, and you know, I think they they kind of allude to that late when she says they maybe accuse her of that. It's like, do you not think that this is a representation of what he actually wants? Like she's kind of being the front to it all, but indicating that that actually is what Michael wants. Um, but just, I think it's pretty cool that she was maybe protecting him slash looking out for him slash shaping his future. And yeah, it was pretty cool. Pretty neat to see. And, and you know, like they mentioned at the end, shaping the future of every college yeah. athlete well yeah not every but well knight kind of says it too it's like yeah. what, what if all these athletes down the road want a piece of yeah. this and, and and they said they used it in the trials for the for the nil stuff yeah so yeah that's i mean yeah it really it changes changed the lives of a lot of people so it's very cool so how many times do you think husband and wife have acted together Ooh, as husband and wife question. or in a... no just in they're both in the same movie 
Are you talking about Viola, Viola Davis? Specifically and her, them two? Oh, yeah. oh those two. I thought you meant just specific. Yeah, no, yeah. I was like, Jesus. Like, no, like... specifically those two. Humphrey Bogart and uh, <laughs> Lauren Bacall. I know Pitt and Jolie did a movie together. Yeah. Not Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but. Um, I don't know. Was, was he in Fences, too? <laughs> he was not in Fences. Fences, too? Or is there a <laughs> Fences. I recently, recently watched Fences with Denzel and, and yeah. Viola. It was, it was really good. Yeah, so yeah. what's the playwright? Uh, August Wilson. There you yeah. go. Um, how many times have they been together? I, I'm just going to give you a three. Cause I'm going to say twice. So I see here four movies and two TV shows. Or one TV show, at least. Hmm. Uh, so he was in How, was get, how, um, Lily and how Eve. to Get Away with Murder? He was in How to Get Away with Murder. He was in Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Because she plays Amanda Waller. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in The Woman King. And really? he was an heir. He was in the Woman King. We would we yeah. would have just thought. Well, so that's four. That's four total. Four movies, two and one. Oh, okay, gotcha. TV show. I, I'm I'm going to give it to you. You said three. I thought you meant outside of. I was hoping you were, or I was thinking you were saying outside of air. Three more, three additional. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, we just watched it, uh, Woman King, not that long ago, and yeah. I can't say I specifically remember him being in that, but. Um, but yeah, I was I was very surprised. I was very surprised to catch that uh, that little tidbit. But apparently, they don't mind going to work together. No, not at all. As always, thank you for hearing our pitch. We're all one person away from breaking into the big time. Please give us a follow wherever you listen. Thanks, and go to bed.